0: The Paternity Test is a comedy podcast for adults. If you're not a grown-up, get off the internet. It's a horrible place. Welcome to episode 59 of the Paternity Test. I'm Todd Jay in the Chicago suburbs. And I'm Matt Barese in Chicago. Welcome back to the podcast that never sucks on a game controller until it reads about it in Consumer Reports First. I've got to research all the variations. Or as uh, I like to say, my remote, my game remote. Yeah, you don't want to suck remote. on your
1: game remote. <laughs> <laughs> Todd got called out on Twitter this Jeez. week for saying Xbox remote.
0: Well, okay, I I have to say I think technically I'm right in that it is yes, it's a controller but it's also a remote because it, it, is, it is wireless. X. Uh-huh. And it and it remotes the signal to the t- to the to the, to the <laughs> so I mean it's a remote just like a remote controller for your TV. You call it a remote, you call it a controller, you call it a clicker, you call it whatever.
1: Or an RC car.
0: Yes. So uh, fine, it's a controller. My Xbox controller. Well, I was very Hope disappointed. to know. See,
1: so what is this? The Nintendo Switch is that the new hotness? Yeah,
0: it's not a. Is it even a new hotness? I think it's going to fall on its face if it hasn't already.
1: Nintendo tends to, right? I'm not really a a video game partisan, but don't people generally?
0: Yeah, and I think I, you know, someone kind of summed it up what? well. Like if if you have to spend so much time explaining what your new game system is, you're probably not going to work. And they have to spend way too much time explaining it. So it's basically – first of all, the controller looks very uncomfortable to use. It looks
1: impossible to use. It's a
0: square
1: (laughs) that you hold in your – a square that's bigger than your hand that you wrap your hands around the – it's like playing a
0: book. Yes, it is. The controller seems like my fingers – my short pork sausage fingers would never wrap around this thing and reach (laughs) all the buttons. It just seems impossible. And I understand, like, there's mul- – you know, you could use it like one big control pad. You could take them individually out and have two little control pads to share with a friend. You can put a little, like, mini screen to between two controllers and have a portable game system. Or you could drop it in a little thing, and it put goes on your TV, and then you have a full-size game controller or game uh, system.
1: Uh, but, well, That's you know, great if you're a giant Lego minifig. But who... with, with C's for hands. Yeah. But otherwise, it is the opposite of ergonomics. It is blurgonomics.
0: Yeah. I think the earliest review I read on it said it plays Zelda great, but it doesn't do much else. So, really, so should they just call it the Zelda game system?
1: Uh, I mean, my Robbie the Robot played Gyromite
0: really well, but, it you know, <laughs> it,
1: he's buried in a desert in
0: the southwest now. Yeah, so it doesn't. Uh, appeal to me on any level. Uh, But
1: have you heard about people sucking on them? Does that appeal to you? What do you mean sucking on them? They've been dipped in a very bitter chemical. The bitterest chemical of all chemicals. A special bitter chemical that they put on things they don't want you to suck on. Because the cartridges are like the size of like a (laughs) thumbnail. I mean literally your thumbnail. And they don't want people to. They're like a Oh, a little memory card that you put inside of your phone,
0: mm-hmm. like an and SD card SD or something. Card, yeah,
1: and they don't want people to swallow them, so they've dipped them in like wormwood in Romeo and Juliet.
0: Oh, so yes. the actual uh, the controller or the games are dipped in something. It's not the controller; it's the it's the cartridge that's dipped. Okay,
1: so and the teens always looking for something new to suck on are, like, daring each other to suck on them and say, wow, man, that tastes really bad. Hey, you want to taste something terrible? Suck on my cartridge. Uh, you know, we used to blow on our cartridges. Now they suck on their cartridges. Uh, and then they go, oh, that's really terrible. But when I first, it was making the rounds, like, everybody's sucking on these Nintendo cartridges, I thought it was the new butt-chugging or Jenkum. Like, I thought maybe they are getting high from sucking on mm-hmm. their game cartridges, but it turns out they're just going, uh ah! Ugh! You
0: try. Ah! Oh, here it is. It took me. I tried to, many variations to Google this, and everything was wrong. You know, I su- game. I would type in like Nintendo games sucking, and it would just be like <laughs> why the Nintendo Switch sucks. But I finally found it. I had to switch. I had to type in Switch games taste, which I never thought I'd type into anything. <laughs> so Nintendo Switch games taste terrible for a reason. So it's to keep your your small child from grabbing it and putting it in his mouth.
1: Right. Well, that's what they'll grab it and put it in their mouth. They'll just then
0: a bittering agent. Denatonium benzoate has been applied to the game card. It's not toxic, but it tastes terrible. Well, at least they tried, you know, at least they tried to do something. They could have taken the tiny cartridge, like the tiny game, but just insert it in a giant, plastic, like, shell cartridge just to make it too big to put in your mouth.
1: That's why, it's, uh, that's, that's why uh, arcade cabinets are so big. You know, there's only, like, a cathode ray tube and one board in there. <laughs> they just put the rest of it on there so you wouldn't swallow the entire Pac-Man machine. <laughs>
0: Now it's time for how the better half lives, where we were just about to start that chore that you just started.
1: <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah, now I look bad, but I was, I was just you about to do all the
0: dishes. What are you doing them for? I was going to do that. Uh.
1: <laughs> I was going to get a job. All right, <laughs> you can pay all the bills.
0: <laughs> I was, I was going to give birth to the kid. <laughs> Fine, you do it. What's going on?
1: Well. My
0: old lady, uh, oh,
1: we um, we've been watching. We've had a lot of.
0: TV I, wait, I got a question about this. Yeah, Maybe we yeah. talked about this before. Why can you call your wife your old lady, but if you say your old man, you're talking about your dad?
1: I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't
0: make any sense to me. And I I don't. Why is think it your old ever... lady, your mom, and your old man, your dad? But you say my old lady's my wife, but my old man's my dad.
1: And do you ever refer to your husband as your old man? They used to. No. Really?
0: No. Yeah, Someone would call their husbands my old man? I think the turn of the previous century and maybe bikers.
1: But I've never heard anyone refer to their mom as their old lady. Or maybe they do. I'm going to look that up.
0: (laughs) So your old lady and your old man.
1: Yeah. Uh, We've been – we gave up years ago – Trying to watch television together, yeah. We gave up. Um, we gave up and got two coffee pots. That's we right. We gave up and more or less slept in separate beds for the last mm-hmm. couple of few years, and uh, and we gave up trying to watch television together. Um, and all that was left really was separate vacations and divorce.
0: And separate vacations. I, I see that so much on you know the people I work with that have been married for you know, 25 years and their kids are grown and, you know, they're empty nesters. It's amazing how much they do separate vacations now. they well, also squeeze in a vacation together once a year, but they also have at least one on their own, you know, with the girlfriends or where they go see a friend out of state and they just go on their own.
1: Yeah, once a year I try to have a vacation with my girlfriends.
0: <laughs> there's something, I mean, Kelly would probably be offended if she heard me say this, but there's something... Appealing about that?
1: Well, before. of course there is. I mean, as you become more set in your ways, and also as you have less selfish time, uh, you could potentially relax more yeah. without your spouse.
0: And I think you could do that without, like, offend. You know, without saying that you dislike them. It's not because you don't like them. It's just a, you know, it's just you doing you for a little bit. Right. It's just I'm just a, a do me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe a cocktail
1: waitress. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. That's why you can't do it. That's why you can't, yeah.
0: Unless one of the people, like if you go on a guy's vacation and one of them is like your brother-in-law, because then he could at least say that he oh, can right. on you. Yep. You know.
1: It's got some eyes in the sky there for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do think once you actually get on a vacation with your spouse, then it ends up being fun. Once you can break out of the gravitational well of talking about your house and kids. And Mm -hmm. bills and stuff. You know what I mean? Like once you can get away from the stresses, then you can remember why you got married. Uh, But you got to reach escape velocity.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, it takes that first day. Because even that first day, when we went to Mexico, I think the first day was we had a hard time not just, you know, we'd go to the first dinner, I think, and we just stared at each other for about a good 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: we make lists of non-stressful things we're going to talk about on a date. Oh, you guys put Which, some effort into this. Well, we, you know, we'll get sucked into the never-ending conversations about school choice. Or, yeah,
0: you'll be you know, you'll be ranking kindergartens for you know the entire dinner if you don't uh, have something else to talk about.
1: We sure will. We'll pull out our phones and look at one of those like school ranker sites mm-hmm. and be like, wait. We're zoned into the third best elementary school in Evanston. Yeah, it's not okay. We did our Valentine's Day date on this weekend, March fourth, <laughs> uh, and so we made a list of like fun, fun topics uh, that uh, we could talk about while going to a like wine bar or restaurant. It's a good, it's a good plan, um, and then it's a great plan if you're going away, like on vacation, vacations yeah. so that you don't.
0: So what Stair, kinds of things come up? Other. Because Kelly and I do have a hard time having, because we're not particularly opinionated about many of the same things that we would get into it about. You know, we wouldn't have a heated discussion about. You know, I might have interests that I might have a heated discussion about, but she wouldn't because she she doesn't share that interest. And she. Well, would I think have,
1: in a vacation situation, we give each other. Uh, what would the word be, not credit, but like a longer leash mm-hmm. to talk about something that only the one person is passionate about. And when you're relaxed, when you're not – when you're at home and you have like one hour between work and yeah. putting the kids to bed or going to bed, all you can talk about is the thing right in front of your face, like who's bringing the kid to school tomorrow or – What are we doing about the refrigerator that just died? Yeah. You know, so there's no chance for me to go like, I'm going to bore the hell out of you talking about Voltron right now because I love this new (laughs) Voltron cartoon. But if you're on vacation, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to tell you why Voltron's great, and you're going to pretend to listen. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to tell me about the book that you're reading at book club, and, like, even though it's going to cause me to ovulate to even hear the plot of this book, I'm going to (laughs) listen. And it's yeah. okay when you have time. You actually don't mind. You're like, yeah. Tell me about something I don't know about.
0: Time and alcohol.
1: Alcohol helps.
0: You know, because uh, then you find, you know, you 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 find a uh, it, you find a hidden, not necessarily a passion about it, but all of a sudden you could get a lot more interested in something you normally wouldn't be with the help of alcohol. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> it's true. When you when you when you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Uh, it, everything becomes a lot more romantic. <laughs> so, well, you, we, Yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was going to ask you what you guys were uh, – uh, what you did on your Valentine's date besides ha- made-up topics to talk about.
1: I just Googled old lady meaning, and it says old lady, noun, informal, an elderly woman, or a person's mother, wife, or girlfriend.
0: My old lady, yeah. <laughs> How about old man, though? old man
1: oh. ever mean husband? Uh, let's see. And that's all Miriam Webster. That's not just Urban Dictionary. That's like merriam Webster as well. Old man meaning um, man who is a lot like you were. It says an elderly male person. Another term for a southern wood. Don't know what? what that means. A husband, boyfriend, or lover. Or father. father. Oh, wait, that's Urban Dictionary. That's baloney. Let's see.
0: Well, no, it's... uh, Let's see. Merriam-Webster. Husband or father? Oh.
1: Or boyfriend? I guess I have heard it used in
0: biker terms, my old man. I speak primarily
1: in in biker terms. We're going to Sturgis again this year, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, on our 10 speeds. (laughs) Hey, uh, Neil Young
1: is the fifth... Uh, fifth thing to come up when you Google Oh, sure. Yeah, and
0: I, and I bet he's not talking about his boyfriend. No,
1: or his dad. No, just some old man. Let's look up Southern man and see
0: how far. Oh, number one. Southern man. Let's look up. Yeah. A, You're going to look up Neil Young people. lyrics? I'm going to look up
1: words. Compound words ending in man and see how far down Neil Young is for each of them. So he's number one for Southern Man, number five for Old Man. How about Transformer Man? Transformer Man?
0: Yeah, that's Neil Young too. Transformer Transformer Man. Man, Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Right? More than meets the eye. Uh, Number one. (laughs) I don't think that's how that is. (laughs) Uh, yeah, number one, Transformer Man.
1: Well, I got lucky. This weekend we saw, we saw two movies, uh, and one, the I'm one we so saw for me jealous. was Logan.
0: I'm so jealous. I can't tell you any time I saw two movies anywhere near each other.
1: Well, I'm sure most of our listeners, like when you're a parent, it's hard to think of when you saw one movie, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was going on the list with somebody of all the like best picture winners of the last 10 years or 12 years. <laughs> And I had assumed that I hadn't seen any of them, but it turns out I had seen most of them. But then I realized that I watched them all by myself at night when no one was home. Like it's the only time I could ever see one of those movies was getting, it, getting the DVD, You know, rent the DVD for a night while no one happens to be home. So I never really got to enjoy them in the theater. I never got to enjoy them, not even with like my wife, because most of them are movies she would have no interest in because none of them were rom-coms.
1: <laughs> now she's got to be. They don't make rom coms anymore, so that's got to be troubling for her. Catherine Heigl's like out of work.
0: Yeah, so she's you know she's. Or she rewatching it, old ones? Rewatching old ones, you know. So the Hallmark Channel, is, you know, is on a lot in Freeform, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, it used to be used to be ABC Family. Now it's called Freeform or whatever. And uh, and then HGTV. I mean, she gets her, you know, uh, uh, the. Uh, Chip and, Chip and uh, what's her name? Chip and. Uh, Chip and Joanna. Joanna somethings? are her yeah. new rom com. You know?
1: <sighs> I think I've expressed. I, I'm not uh, team Chip and Joanna. Really? Mostly because I'm jealous that a doofus, like a Bible thumping yeah. chubby doofus, uh, has a super hot wife. It's because he could build houses. I can't build houses. Yeah. I- I mean, this I have a super hot wife, way. but uh, yeah, I can't build houses.
0: Yeah, so. Um, well, uh, we have, um,
1: we have. Oh, oh, so I got lucky because we watched Logan, which was great. Oh yeah. And then we saw Get Out. Oh. Which was great. I mean, that was her choice. She's like, "Let's yeah. go watch a black movie." But then it was great. Uh. So I almost feel like badly that I enjoyed both movies although she enjoyed logan so
0: yeah well let's see i can never i can't get kelly to go to a logan if i said we're gonna go see logan tonight she would say just drop me off at home (laughs) honestly she would say that please do not make me do this really even if she would maybe enjoy it she doesn't want to enjoy it you know what i mean because it's not how she wants to spend her time she would rather just feel good and uh you know, happy and maybe laugh a little bit and maybe see people, you know, uh kiss in the end. Right. So see
1: people race to get across town
0: mm-hmm. uh in time to stop the person from getting on a plane or and make a speech getting married. Make a speech mm-hmm. that makes you, you know, choke up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you'd yeah, rather
1: it's... see two people bump into each other and drop their groceries all over the ground <laughs> yes. and then re- reach for the same baguette at the same time and then make eye yeah. contact.
0: Yeah. She would take that over watching a mini Wolverine girl, you know, slice up some soldiers or something, whatever happened in that movie.
1: That's pretty much it. <laughs> Although it's a little bit like to see, I don't know, to see a fierce guy, uh, basically breaking down, like losing a step, mm-hmm. while his fierce daughter starts to remake his same mistakes, uh, and he fights a younger version of himself that will you know, inevitably overtake him. I'm like, you know, if I wanted to feel these feelings, I'd stay at home and look in the mirror so, and yeah, so did
0: you? Could they have called this movie Beresi? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is Viva just, you know, she puts on I think we're going to... Do- her tap shoes and uh, you know a snazzy vest, and all of a sudden you look at her and you go, "It's it's younger me." Don't make, Don't make the That's same late mistakes. Make the same mistakes. <laughs> go into computer
1: science. Don't leave all that money on the table. The arts are not where it's at. <laughs> but we've been—it's uh, kind of outside the date. But I've suddenly found a bunch of TV shows I want to watch. Um, and sometimes I have no TV shows I want to watch, mm-hmm. but now I have something I want to watch. Uh, Melissa always has TV shows she wants to watch, and they are not shows I want to watch. We used to watch Scandal together. Are they I all Shonda Rhimes shows? She, they're almost all Shonda Rhimes shows. She loves Greys. She loves Scandal. She loves mm-hmm. um, really terrible things like The Bachelor. Oh. which I can't even, I can't even walk by. I'm like a vampire walking by an open window, walking by the bachelor. I can't. I can't. I can't.
0: It's it's the lowest form, you know, I think it's even worse than like a keeping up with the Kardashians type of show. Because it's I mean, maybe they're both equally fake and bad, but uh I feel like the people on the bachelor are even lower in terms of just Either either they're really that stupid when they find them, or that they're trying to be as stupid and and you know they don't want to stick out. So that of maybe course they the do, and that's what's like. Not,
1: not only are they stupid and drunk, mm-hmm. but they're also faking it. Yes, and that's just too many layers for me. I can't. Yeah. And I just watch the whole show going like, aren't your parents watching this? Is not your boss watching? Like everyone you know is watching you. They don't care cry because they and think
0: pretend you're in love. They think that's this is their stepping stone to fame and fortune, and they won't need their bosses or their parents because <laughs> they'll be they'll be the next Bachelorette or they'll be the next Bachelor or they'll you know get a book deal or uh, their own you know anything. Right. they pay 50 bucks to celebrity to make, bachelor. Yeah. They get paid 150 bucks to show up at senior frogs over spring break <laughs> and do like belly button shots or something.
1: <laughs> hey, who wants to spin around in a barber chair while we mix a drink in your mouth? Hey, aren't you Trent from Bachelorette <laughs> season 72?
0: Trent. Yeah, I didn't get a rose in the second week.
1: <laughs> well, here's what blows me away. About my wife's television watching. So we decided that we were going to watch Westworld together. Yeah. And we're about five episodes in, and I'm really enjoying it. And it's a Nolan show, so I feel Mm -hmm. like it will inevitably disappoint me. But (laughs) usually, while you're getting there, it seems smart. Mm -hmm. You know, Nolan, Jonathan Nolan scripts and Christopher Nolan joints seem hyper intelligent until you realize that the whole thesis was love is gravity. Or something. And then you just want to bang your head against the wall. <laughs> or you're not the Batman we deserve to get, but you're the Batman we got to get. Oh, come on. Um,
0: so are you – I've been on the fence about this and whether or not I should get into it. Um, but I thought I heard somebody say that the season finale was awful.
1: Oh, I heard it's great. Like it's the twisty twist twist where everything is not what you thought
0: it was. I'm Um, not there yet. Maybe that's why someone didn't like it because it was too twisty.
1: Well, if it's twist, you're gonna be in or out, right? Yeah. (laughs) So here's what it's a smart show, at least thus Uh far. And I apologize to the listeners if they've watched it ahead, you know, they've watched ahead and it's not smart anymore. But so far, smart show about ethics and Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence and all kinds of stuff. And uh my wife was falling asleep watching it and I'm like riveted and she wakes up and she sees a scene with Anthony Hopkins and they're trying to get all their mileage out of having Anthony Hopkins on the show. So sometimes his, his, uh, his scenes can be a little
0: lugubrious. Is Is he chewing the scenery a little bit?
1: Yeah. And like, don't really need to be there and certainly don't need to be as long as they are. And they just want to have a British guy saying fancy things and looking off into the distance. Mm-hmm. So she's falling asleep and waking up. And she wakes up and she's like, is he still talking? This scene doesn't even need to exist. And <laughs> she's not just catching; She actually kind of goes right to the flaws in the script mm-hmm. and like can point out when they're in retrograde motion or they're just spinning their wheels. And the end of an episode came up and something that the music implied was like a big new information or a new twist happened. And she like wakes up, half wakes up, and she says, what, what's new about that? We already knew that. That's a lousy ending. And she like goes back to sleep. And I think to myself, <laughs> you just watched like six hours of drunk waitresses saying they're in love with a guy that they met two minutes ago at like a fake hotel filled with – you know, you lawn torches mm-hmm. while they drank white wine and screamed at each other about who loved the guy more. And then you wake up and complain about the quality level of Westworld. Yeah. And and she's not wrong about her observations about Westworld. I just don't understand. She's got a sliding scale.
0: Yeah, exactly. How can you not tolerate Westworld flaws but then be totally okay with Bachelor?
1: Right. She watches Teen Wolf, the series,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: which is some Vancouver show. You know what I mean? All these like sci-fi shows where like everything's a pine tree and every actor was on Battlestar Galactica. And you're like, oh, my God, Vancouver shows. Like, uh, uh, why is everything on cable
0: mm. in pine trees? Because it's cheaper, right? Yeah. Well, t- They're just- <laughs> Do you remember when we saw – what was the Jackie Chan movie that was rumble in the Bronx rumble in the Bronx and they like behind the city scapes there'd be these like pine covered mountains yes. like, well, come on, they're not even trying to, <laughs> to pretend like they're in the Bronx, they're in Vancouver,
1: yeah, they' do an external shot of the Statue of Liberty, and then everything's mountains and pine trees, yeah <laughs> that's right, uh. Yeah, so she can watch, yeah, and they're just CW shows like, you know, it's horny teens mm-hmm. that are actually 28.
0: What does she and, watch? Like the fosters and, uh,
1: Oh, actually we watch river riverdale together, which riverdale. is, yeah. Horny Archie.
0: It's just, Oh, horny Archie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, is that sort of good? Are, really? Good. It's campy and arch. god! Okay. Uh, no pun intended. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like the fact that it took Archie, which is like a crypto teen sex mm-hmm. romp, and made it explicitly into a teen sex romp by by overlaying it on the CW formula mm-hmm. that it already kind of is, so it clicks in perfectly, is amazing and meta to us. So we stroke our, our – you know, oh. profess beards and uh, have <laughs> ridiculously highfalutin conversations about that trashy show. Love it. Sounds Love
0: like it. it works much better wh- than when they try to do that with Scooby Doo.
1: Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm stroking my beard again.
0: <laughs> when they tried to make it all sexy on the CW. <laughs> yeah, when they tried to make.
1: Uh... Oh man, what's the one about the jet, the dune buggy, and it's just, it's just. Scooby-Doo, except he's a dune buggy.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, what was that called? So I, I remember, I remember like, wanting a dune buggy toy of that show. And, there were uh, several shows in the
1: 70s that were Hanna-Barbera that were just Scooby-Doo, but they kept changing what the... Even some of the voices, like,
0: it'd always be Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy, there you go. Because he'd say, what, uh, what, was, what was the... Uh, uh, here's the opening. Brunch. I don't know if you can Brunch. hear this. Socket! Socket! Lugs! Motor! Tires! Chassis! Spade-bound! That's me! <laughs> <laughs> they raced They raced it again! <laughs> his engine is just a big fart noise. That's a.
1: Yeah, that's odd.
0: So the the mechanic who works on speed buggy is is exactly uh, it looks exactly like uh, what's his name from Scooby Doo uh, Casey Kasem's who, 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 who I think, uh, Shaggy Shaggy it's Shaggy mm-hmm, of course just it is a little bit less Shaggy it's just a, like a rounded off Shaggy
1: <laughs> well uh, you wouldn't want it to be more Shaggy no <laughs> yeah he's just got like a slightly rounder jaw and slightly shorter hair. He's even in green.
0: Yeah. No, it it's throws Same you off.
1: Like, wow.
0: Bigger. And what's the
1: <laughs> one with the enormous yeah. shark? Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw.
0: Yeah, also. where he talks like uh, uh, Curly from the Three Stooges.
1: He talks like Curly or Curly Joe Dorita? No, Joe, he talks like Joe Besser. Doesn't he? Joe Besser. Isn't Joe Besser the one he, and he was, uh. He was also a Hanna-Barbera genie that said, like, yabble-dabble, right? Is he that one?
0: Oh, is that – I thought – no, uh, someone's going to give us a lot of crap for not knowing this stuff. But the um, – well, let me see. Joe Besser was uh... – Joe Besser and Curly Joe Dorito were the last roundup of Middle Stooges to fill the empty void in the last oh, – okay, four. There okay. There's a couple of – Wash your legs. To... May I borrow the
1: chisel, please?
0: Here, which one is – Here we go. Oh, all ahead, filled with smog. Oh, consolidated Fujiyama, California smog. Smog bags! So here he is right? Oh, about to talk. we are more of and true. After we this. will do our yell for you. <laughs> Invested all our money in consolidated Fujiyama, California the, smog you're replacing
1: bags. Replacing Curly Howard was a print, really diminishing returns.
0: I think he actually – I think uh, – uh, J- was a Jabberjaw we we're just talking about? I think he sounds like the original Curly. And
1: well, now we got to pull up a Jabberjaw clip. Yeah, oh, there's on. also the Funky Phantom. Same formula. So a ghost patriot, an enormous talking shark, a farting dune buggy, or a yeah. talking dog, and a group of teens that solve mysteries.
0: You no, no, no. He does that. That's original Curly, isn't it? That's original Curly sound.
1: You know what? I couldn't hear the clip. I'm going to listen to it on my side here. Oh, he actually said woo 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 woo. Yeah, he's woo. like woo 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 woo. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's original Recipe Curly.
0: There's also uh, Hong Kong fooey. That
1: seems uh, problematic from a social justice perspective at this point. <laughs> I mean, if they're mad about uh, Iron Fist being whitewashing, <laughs> what's Hong Kong fooey? <laughs> that, that's worse than that David Bowie woman in Doctor Strange. <laughs> that's some like Joel Gray and Rima Williams yeah. stuff going on there. <laughs> Well, I just – I'm amazed at my wife's capacity for a sliding rubric for different shows. When she watches Westworld, she clicks her brain to a Westworld level of incisiveness and is able to find the flaws. But then she can turn around and apply a completely different overlay to The Bachelor. And maybe I can do that because I've been watching Voltron Legendary Defender every night and loving it. And I don't know that I'm holding it to the same standard that I'm holding Westworld to. Or maybe I am. Maybe I'm a genius. I don't know. Hmm. Do you do that? Do you switch your, you know, based on the situation and terrain, do you alter how you receive different types of entertainment?
0: Yeah, because I I, I guess there's shows that I will, I'll watch because they just fulfill a certain, you know, they're satisfying enough, even though I know they're, there's probably better stuff out there but it's just happens to be it's it's what i'm watching cuz it's on my DVR so i'm trying to think what are the ones that, so i i hung with some shows for a long time that i probably shouldn't have um like i hung with Hawaii 50 way longer than i should have mm, the, the just for grace reboot. park in a bikini well that definitely uh, didn't hurt <laughs> for sure so um yeah so yeah, i i've done that yeah absolutely there's there's absolutely ones that i've i've uh, Held on too longer than I should have.
1: Professor Foster doesn't like to think in an academic capacity when she's not getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I think she gets home from teaching college, and if I make her watch Westworld and think hard, and she turns her brain to that, she's going to let it have it. You yeah. know, she's like, "All right, if you're going to make me think critically, I'm going to critical the hell out of this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, uh, you know, you like what you like. So, you know, it's hard to, I've tried to criticize stuff that Kelly likes and try to get her to like what I like, and it's just, I just have to accept that we're going to like what we like.
1: Well, and would you say that as we're getting older, we're getting further apart or, like, less tolerant?
0: Well, see, Kelly and I try are trying so hard, and I think I've mentioned this before. For the kids. We, we try so hard to want to watch TV together that we just b- both settle on, mediocrity together mm-hmm. so uh you know it, i forget well, there was a show that i knew neither of us liked but we always just watch it because it was something that we would watch together might have been like two and a half men or something you oh know? god yeah
1: well we watched some parenthood
0: which there's no excuse for that uh because it was a
1: some sort of lingua franca for us, but like,
0: now what about like we... this is us or something?
1: No way. Well, I like, no, I've, I'm clean. I'm like, you know, one year clean of parenthood. I've got my chip, mm-hmm. uh, my like treacly network television, six month pin. Yeah. And I'm not going to watch this is us. Forget about it. So I hear it. I hear it. I hear like music to push buttons to make you smile or cry out of the corner of my ear while I look at my Twitter and, and uh, get my blood pressure up about Trump. But I'm not going to watch This Is Up. Up. This Is Up. This Is Us. Mm-hmm. No way. Forget about it. Bittersweet family whatever. No. I don't need that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we haven't watched it, but I it's because I haven't brought it up to Kelly, but I bet uh, – I'm very surprised. If we started it, she'd be into it, but I, I just I haven't brought it up because I don't know that I want to be into that, you know
1: Have you tried the Amorous Adventures of Archie and Jughead because
0: it's pretty great. No, I do wanna, I do want to check that out though I mean look you got
1: you got uh, Veronica Betty and Cheryl Blossom to look at. That's like like spumoni of uh of hot, fictional girls.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a perfect mix
1: Hey, folks, you already shop on Amazon. Why not put those dollars to work keeping this show on the air? Do it by using the Amazon portal at paternitypodcast.com. When you want to buy something on Amazon, it's very simple. Just go to paternitypodcast.com, and right there on the front page, you'll see a link to our Amazon portal, and that means that you buy your Amazon products through our page. Amazon knows you came through our page. You don't sign up for anything. You don't pay extra. You just buy what you were going to buy, And they give us a portion of their profits, and we use it to pay for this show. It's so easy. And I'm hearing an increasing number of big-time, super-famous podcasts asking people to go to their Amazon portals lately. And forget it. They're big-time, super-famous. They They don't need your money. They live in solid gold houses.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they don't need your money. They don't. No. And and we do need it because we just had to – Renew all of our things we pay for for the podcast. Now we're poor again, so... Wipe uh, this out. Wipe uh, this out. Yeah, so whatever you're buying, all your Easter uh, jelly beans and uh, fake grass to go into the baskets, mm-hmm. uh, chocolate bunnies, both solid and hollow. Uh,
1: or um, giant rabbit costumes with flesh wrists. hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, You pay extra for flesh wrists. Did you see that <laughs> Sean Spicer was the White House Easter Bunny for a number of years under Bush? Yes. <laughs> it's hilarious. That just show, goes to show you. That just shows to go you.
1: You got to watch. You know, there could be anybody under that rabbit suit. You seat. never know who's going to be. It might be the future White House press secretary. Yeah, future incompetent press secretary under that rabbit suit. <laughs> I just kicked the rabbit first. Ask questions later. Just,
0: so, what did you get on Amazon?
1: I got, you're going to be so proud of me, Todd. Mm-hmm. I got a digital sound level meter.
0: Just to, like, see how how loud your sobs are at night when you cry yourself to sleep, or what? <laughs> what, it, what do you need a, a digital sound level meter for? Are
1: these sobs of existential pain loud enough to hurt my wife's hearing? <laughs> Just to wake her up.
0: Uh, I think that our, oh, is
1: this such a Todd? Thi- oh, man. I hope you're proud of me, Pop. Uh, <laughs>
0: your old I, man.
1: Was afraid our HVAC system was too loud.
0: Oh, so the did you start on, by doing research to find out how loud it should be.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, first I bought the thing, uh, but then I went to see how loud it should be, and unfortunately, um, it's not. It's too loud, but not harmful, mm-hmm. which makes it hard for me to make a complaint to the management. Uh, What did you say it should be? I think the uh, uh, – You said conversation was 60, right?
0: Yeah, I think they want the normal HVAC to be – I thought it was like 58. Um, But no, because we we decided that yours was louder than normal conversation.
1: Yeah, I think mine's 64, but it's lower than what hurts your ears. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think you got to get up to, what, 75, 80 before?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you got to get over 85 for a sustained amount of time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can listen to 80 decibels for eight hours before so, it hurts your ears. And then every five decibels after 80, you can only be exposed to it for half the time. So 85 is four hours, 90 is two hours, mm-hmm. et cetera, etc
0: So conversation is like 60 decibels. Um, and, uh, like sitting inside of a library would be like 30 decibels, just like the, the din of being inside of a library. And they say that an HVAC should be below 35 decibels. What? Uh, a normal, normal air, you know, coming out of your air vents shouldn't be louder than 35 decibels. So.
1: Well, hell mine's almost twice that.
0: Like your air conditioner outside is probably, it says around 70 Um, but yeah, indoors you should be.
1: Oh, the one that's like whirring outside your house in some bushes. Yeah, it's like I have one of those in every room.
0: Mm Hmm. Yeah, that's too loud. That's too loud. So, um, noise. Let me see. Noise level for indoor units are fifty to fifty-five at one meters, and out. Well, that's for outdoor. You need outdoor stuff. So, yeah, I think you might have a case here to make. What does yours come in at? I think it was 64. That's too loud. Wow. That's too loud. I mean, is it – obviously, you, you thought enough to buy a decibel uh, meter, of course, when you could have just used an app on – a free app on your iPhone for this Dang it. Thing. This is what
1: I get for not asking you first. <laughs> I ordered it. I'm, like, so excited, and you're like, hey, you know, they have those for free on your phone.
0: I but must need work? some kind of science tool to figure out how loud it is in here. <laughs> yeah, but now you own one, so you could use it for all kinds of applications.
1: I do. I drive around with it to see if my music is too loud in the car <laughs> when go. the like heater is on and the road noise.
0: Well, the uh, I don't know. Can they do anything about it besides turn like they could ramp down the fan so the air doesn't move as fast, so it's just not as loud. Right, but they'll have dirtier air. Well, it won't move. Yeah, you won't cycle through as often. Well, it won't be as hot or cold. I mean, as what fast. do you want? Do you want comfortable air, or do you want to, to be able to hear? You know, someone breaking into your house. Wouldn't you rather not hear someone breaking into your house? No, and just, just want to come up behind me and behind you, and just give a quick mm-hmm. twist of the neck. and mm-hmm. Just let it be over quickly. Yep. So
1: see, you'll see my head all twisted at an, at an odd angle as I lie on the floor. But then you'll see like a tiny smile creep <laughs> over my face, and like a clarity in my eyes, just as I as my last breath.
0: As the camera just zooms in on that last breath, and all we hear is the whirring, the loud sixty-four decibel <laughs> whirring of the of the air through the vents. Ooh, and Matt found peace. Ooh, <laughs>
1: it's like there's a hundred Buddhist monks in here spinning prayer wheels.
0: And as it as the camera pulls away from your dead body, you just you see a plastic bag blowing in the corner of your of your of your building of your of your house <laughs> from from the air coming through the vent so hard and loud it just but, but it looks so corner. beautiful
1: <laughs> hello my name is Matt Peresi
0: <laughs> in 24 hours i'll be dead or what does he say is that what he says something like that in 2 weeks that, i'll be dead or something like that oh yeah, is that a how it opens flashback yeah it's like in 2 weeks i'll be dead but i don't know that yet
1: well i'm looking at the other things that Like, people who bought a sound meter for their house also bought, and it's like (laughs) a dad palooza down here.
0: Oh, it's all...
1: And I want these things, which tells you how old I
0: am now. What else do they have? Like a caliper or something? Laser grip,
1: like pistol grip laser thermometer.
0: Oh, that I want. I want one of those. I want to be able to point it at my grill to see how hot the the grates are. You know, I want to be able to point it at anything...
1: Absolutely. My dad used to have one at work, and it would shoot like 50 feet, 100 feet, and tell you the temperature. Mm-hmm. Does that work on – could you shoot it at your kid's forehead and get their health? I don't know if that's as accurate because that's surface temperature. Oh, right. Is there a loud – There is a fire alarm, and I have to go outside. That sucks. Hold on. Hold on.
0: Okay. <laughs> Hi. What happened? Ooh, bacon fire. Bacon fire, the best kind of fire. Yep. And if I'm going to go, there's a way, one way to go. It's in a bacon fire. Going down in a blaze of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> bacon fire. Uh, well, we're back with Matt from the fire alarms. Dorm life, that's what we call that. Dorm life. <laughs> it hasn't been as
1: bad with the fire alarms as one might expect, but... Bad enough, and they seem to be picking up lately. I mean, it's it's the winter when you don't want them, but yeah. we've had a few in the last month. And of course, the problem is Viva, right? Like, yeah, now she won't go back to bed for two hours. Sure she doesn't
0: like that sound, and she's awake. She's yeah. got
1: to like the smell, though. <laughs> it smells so <laughs> bacony in here; it's amazing. <laughs> we having a Pavlovian response.
0: Uh, so we're talking about your your dB meter. So are you going to do anything about this? Or are you just now? You just have the knowledge that your system's too loud and you're just going to have to always hate that fact
1: that's the more likely situation yeah but i'll, I'll probably write a complaint and say hey look i will send a picture of the db meter what a cranky old man thing to do send a picture of my db meter and say oh, look at this you, volume
0: attention it's must dB. be paid <laughs> how do they whip cheese linda hey if you like the paternity test please help us tell others about it subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review it's quick, it's easy, helps other listeners find us, do it
1: you can also read our weekly paternity test blog at chicagoparent.com and our monthly column, Viva Daddy oh you can get a handheld anemometer for measuring wind speed and temperature
0: how many people do you think put one of those by their butt? (laughs) Hey, check this out, check out my anemometer. Dude, that was like four miles an hour. There's no <laughs> way, man. You're gonna have to, FEMA's gonna have to call the disaster <laughs> area. I got it to an F three fart <laughs> three miles an hour. FEMA <laughs> Daddy in Chicago Paramagazine available everywhere.
1: People are freaking out about school choice and summer camps.
0: Hey, uh oh wait, the two again, sorry. What? Social media.
1: Oh, wait, to that? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Social media is not just to complain about Obama's wiretaps. You listen to me today on The Potty. He's everywhere. It's also for us. Like our page on Facebook, share our posts, and follow us on Pinterest, on Instagram, at the paternity test, and on Twitter at... The dad test.
0: And you can send us a question or comment for the paternity test mailbag. Just email us at paternitypodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at our phone number, 657-Bad Dads. We'll play it on the air.
1: Now it's time for So Now You're Old, where dinner's at 4.30, and you pay attention to what's in your rain gauge.
0: <laughs> I love a 4.30 dinner, by the way. You're no, no one's ever going to convince me that's not a good idea. Hey, a little
1: 4.30 dinner, some Matlock, and <laughs> drifting off <out> to sleep.
0: <laughs> well, that's kind of what it's come to in our house. It's uh, So I've lost, We Kelly and I have lost our grip on bedtime, so... Uh, you know, we used to have a pretty good strict, uh, you know, when they were really young, like a seven thirty bedtime and we'd get a good couple hours to catch up on some shows and, uh, you know, just cuddle on the couch, have some dessert without the kids knowing we even, you know, we used to tell them we had no dessert in the house and then we'd go put them to bed and then we'd go downstairs and have some ice cream and brownies oh, and whatever. Man. And, uh, that's the way, you know, that's, that's, the, those were our little, moments of uh, freedom right you know our little special moments together and uh, uh you know as the kids have gotten older the bedtimes have creeped up and we've got to about eight thirty, and now we've got to nine and now we've got past nine o'clock so it's more like nine thirty, nine forty-five. the problem is kelly and i have a hard time staying up that late Kelly usually falls, is, is drifting off about 845 or so. Oh, yikes, a rooney. And, and I'm not far after, depending on the on my work schedule. So we often, like, we'll tr- start telling the kids to get ready for bed as we're drifting off, but then they'll just wait us out, and we'll fall asleep on the couch, and they'll, you know, they'll just stay where they are watching TV, and then we'll, like, bolt up at 11 o'clock, like, why are you still down here? And, like, well, because no one was awake to tell us to go to bed. Like I told you like eight thirty, and They're like, well that's too early. I'm like, but I can't stay up till nine thirty to tell you to go to sleep because I can't I need to go to sleep. <laughs> so uh you know it's hard. There's a fourteen year old and an eleven year old. I mean, Ellie we could probably get to bed on time, but then she resists because Alex is still up because he's older. Um but I'm not gonna make my fourteen year old go to bed at nine o'clock.
1: No, everything always goes up towards the older kid, right? Appropriateness of movies, bedtimes. Mm-hmm. Right, it always works in favor of the older kid.
0: Well, the the younger kid benefits because the older kid has the older like when Alex was eleven, he when he was the oldest, bedtime was whatever it was, eight o'clock, right? So right. So that means Ellie's bedtime should be eight o'clock, eight thirty. But because Alex stays up till nine thirty, she gets to kind of ride on his coattails. Yep. She's so. staying up till eleven thirty watching Freddy's nightmares. <laughs> That's the thing is I don't know what she's watching because we're asleep on the couch, and the part. So you know, besides the fact that we can't stay up long enough to tell our kids to go to bed, um, we don't get that quality time. You know that any like kind of downtime after the kids go to bed to hang out, catch up on our day, and you know watch a show. Uh, I mean, that's it. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're stuck with whatever we can... We're trying to find a couple of shows we could watch with the kids so we can have somewhat of that. So I don't know if you've seen any of the sitcom Speechless.
1: No, uh, I heard good things. But it's pretty
0: good, I, yeah. I don't know
1: if I heard good funny things or just good like social justice things. But.
0: Uh, no, the, it's funny. It's funny. I think it's funny at least. and uh, uh, Mini and, Driver, and, right? Yeah, Mini Driver. And it never gets too... You know, it's a it's it's funny enough, and there's enough uh, humor for the kids and the adults, and and Ellie at at eleven could enjoy it, and Alex thinks it's hilarious, and 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 I think it's funny. So the,
1: they're going to use that as a, as a pull quote that speechless. Yeah, quote funny enough, eternity test podcast. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh so so when we can watch new episodes of that, at least we can, you know, otherwise it's trying to compromise. Do we watch a show on HGTV? Do we let Ellie watch something on the Disney channel? Do we try to find a movie and do we just go our separate ways? Alex usually disappears to the basement and watches, you know, sports. Um, Sometimes I'll go down there too, just because I can't, you know, there's only so much. um, I think Ellie did start, what did she start recycling? She started recycling a show that, I was okay. Oh, she started going back through old Phineas and Ferb's, and that was that. So that's not so bad. It's fun to go back and watch those again. It's been a couple of years since I've watched the. You know,
1: yeah, those are really good.
0: Yeah, they hold up. They hold. Viva won't recycle. It's weird. The oh, kids no? supposed
1: to watch things over No, She will on the iPad. She'll watch Imagination Movers the same episode thirty-five times. But on Netflix, she'll be like, "Nope, I watched season one of Care Bears. Care Bears are dead to me. It's us go Strawberry Shortcake." You've been watching a lot of American Greetings shows. Lately, a lot of strawberry shortcake and Care Bears. She starts wearing a Ziggy show. I'm I'm leaving. I'm moving out.
0: (laughs) Ziggy, not available. I'm sure. (laughs) So should I be? Should we be setting a, uh, setting up a bedtime? Like uh, telling the kids, look, whether or not we fall asleep, your bedtime is nine o'clock. So you can't blame us for not being awake to tell you to go to sleep. But when they're supposed to enforce
1: it themselves.
0: Yeah, like a, the honor system. That <laughs> uh, always works. <laughs> it's like telling a coal company not to dump in the river. I mean, <laughs> should, or, or I just need to start keeping myself awake until the kids go to bed. Yep, you need some
1: trucker speed or something. You got to yeah. outlast those kids. Yeah, it's hard. I'll tell you or what, set an alarm at their bedtime to wake you up <laughs> and send them to bed.
0: I remember uh, – you know, my dad was, a, was was a, he was a single parent for a while, right? And so um, I remember he would work super early in the morning, so he'd fall asleep in, in like, the Lazy Boy at, at 8 o'clock at night. You know, after dinner, my brother and I, running around playing G.I. Joes. Uh, then we get to bedtime, and I'd be freaked out as a kid. I'd be, you know, I, I was like 6, 7, 8, 9, you know, 6, 7 years old. And I was freaking out because my dad wasn't, it was bedtime, and I w- couldn't go to bed until, like, my brother was like, let's just go to bed. And i like, no, my da- dad needs to put us, he needs to tuck us in, but he's asleep on the couch. And I can't wake him up. So then I'd call my grandma and grandpa on the phone. It's like, uh, it's bedtime, and dad's sleeping on the chair, and I can't wake him up. And they'd be like, <laughs> and at one point, my grandma was like, just pour some water on his head. <laughs> So I remember taking a Dixie cup Did of water. You? Yeah, because I couldn't I, he was he was so, like, heavy – such a heavy sleeper because he was so tired. He was so damn tired. So I poured, like, a Dixie cup, like, right on his forehead, which is just kind of, like, torture, you know? And he, like, shoots up oh, wow. like, what are you doing? Like, he, you know, that initial anger where he's, like, mm-hmm. he's very mad. Like, rage comes out. I'm like, I just want you to put me to bed. I just want you to tuck me in. Why do
1: you tuck me in so I'm waterboarding you?
0: <laughs> Why well, is there what towel over my face? You're pouring water, but what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like I'm drowning. I'm not drowning, but I feel like I am. Alright, I'll admit it that microwave oven came off the back of a truck. Oh <laughs> we didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we've kind of lost the bedtime battle. We are now – now our kids have kind of put us to bed. You could tell Ellie's – they want us to fall asleep so they could watch whatever they want. Like, Ellie's like, go ahead. Put your head down. Here, have a pillow. Oh, you want a yeah, blanket?
1: Uh, I have a nice warm glass of milk. There's some HBO I want to check out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the new episode of, of Girls is on tonight. <laughs> So I think, uh, yeah, the honor system probably doesn't work. Um, every once in a while, Alex will put himself to bed. If he gets real tired, you'll see him come up at like 9, 9.15, like, I'm just going to bed. I'm like, all right, you know, go ahead. But Ellie is fights it. She's a, she's a night owl. It's hard to get her to want to go to sleep. She doesn't get tired. She goes to sleep. She's still not tired. I'm pretty sure she's stays awake or in her room for another hour. But, um, so I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I Should I be putting them to bed earlier? What should I be doing here? Does it matter that that they can outlast me? Should I just let them outlast me? I guess if they're
1: not, I don't know, like using your CB radio to uh, plan secluded rendezvous, I guess it's okay. Mm. seems like you should be worried about your falling asleep at 845. It seems like that might be a sign of congestive heart failure or something. (laughs)
0: Not enough oxygen to the brain. Yeah. Well, I think it's just that we it's the first time that we we like plop, you know, after dinner and and you know, we just get comfortable and you drift off. Now normally it's Kelly way before me. I could usually outlast the kids. But sometimes what I'll end up doing is falling asleep and then waking back up at nine thirty and realizing the kids need to go to bed and then I'll have had a nap, so then I'm wide awake, then I'm up playing Rocket League till two in the morning.
1: Rocket League League. Well, that's not a bad plan I used to carb load at dinner uh, like even when I was 25 I'd eat like a pasta bowl full of pasta like a pasta serving bowl mm-hmm. full of pasta um, like I'd throw a couple boxes of Barilla in a pot cook them up <laughs> and just eat them and then I'd fall asleep for 45 minutes and mm-hmm. then be awake till three in the morning you know like watching Conan and writing operas you know like you do yeah. Uh but it was a good plan and I found myself doing that a little bit lately like drifting off for a minute after supper but then then you're good. Then you're good to watch some Westworld.
0: It's not a really It really works out well. I mean, because uh, I, when I do wake up for that second round, I'm a, I'm wide awake. I feel like mm-hmm. I've got some rest and everything. So it's kind of like how they used to do it when they'd have, you know, first sleep and second sleep. Only my, All right. Only my first sleep is just a lot shorter. It's like an hour, and then I'm up for three more hours, and then I go back to sleep for four more hours. <laughs> Does that add up correctly? No, <laughs> I end up on the losing <laughs> end of that one. Uh, it's five hours of sleep,
1: yeah, I think if you, if you know if you start waking up and smelling cigarettes or you know the kids are mm-hmm. got the neighbor kids over and they're all playing craps, you know, then maybe it's time to yeah have a nighttime cup of coffee. I've been drinking coffee till I, like right up until bedtime. I've got coffee right now, it's 11.40. Oh, my gosh.
0: I don't even know what a good bedtime is for my kids. Like, when should, when should an 11-year-old be going to bed?
1: 11-year-old? When did you go to bed when you were 11?
0: I don't remember. Whenever I could get my dad awake. Yeah, I whenever know, you got them, you want to your dad? I f- 11, it was probably 9 o'clock they made me go to bed.
1: Bedtime's by age. 7 to 12 years. They need 10 to 11 hours of sleep. Who made that up? That's a lie. It says bedtime 730 to 9. What? This, this is ridiculous. Okay, I need a different website. This is sleepsisters.com. Fake news. Fake news is right. 11-year-old bedtime. Let's look at Mamapedia. Yes. Oh, wait. WebMD. Oh, it's just going to tell me I got cancer. <laughs> it says... Mamapedia says... Uh-huh.
0: Uh, the Dr. Mark Weissbluth. Of course. The wise Dr. Weissbluth.
1: Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, ah, I can't even find an answer.
0: Close you, Mamapedia. Well, if it says 10 to 12 hours of sleep, and say Ellie wakes up at 7 to get ready for school, so she should be going to sleep. Uh... At 6.30 the night before. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem to work. No. No.
1: You got, you got, when you get home from school, I'm tucking you right into
0: 10 bed. hours of sleep would be 9 o'clock if she sleeps till right? If she yeah. sleeps until uh, 7 a.m. She doesn't get not 10 hours of sleep at night.
1: WebMD says, 7 to 12 years old, 10 to 11 hours of sleep per day. At these, these ages, with social school and family activities, bedtimes gradually become later and later. Matt, you have cancer. What? With most 12-year-olds going to bed at about 9 p.m., there's still a wide range of bedtimes from 7:30 to 10, as well as sleep times from 9 to 12 hours. Although the average is only about nine hours of sleep.
0: That sounds more what my kids get is about nine to nine hours. Ten if they if they're if we send them to bed early, but nine hours seems about average.
1: WebMD is saying that's not enough.
0: Uh, think of what they could be. Yeah, but think of all the wasted time sleeping. You know? They're being less productive.
1: It's true. You've got to get them back in the factory. That's right. <laughs> back in those mines. <laughs> those tiny hands can reach into deep, deep crevices to pull out diamonds.
0: <laughs> See, we knew we were going to bring those coal jobs back to America. <laughs> Oh, folks, it's time for another episode of the Paternity Test to get a game cartridge lodged in its throat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at The Dad Test. Like us on Facebook and visit our website, paternitypodcast.com, or email us at paternitypodcast at paternitypodcastgmail.com. Catch us every Pickle Loving Tuesday at ChicagoParent.com and call our voicemail at 657 Bad Dads. Hey there, tell your friends about the show and consider a donation via our PayPal
0: link at paternitypodcast.com Alright everybody remember if you've been looking for a game system that has a controller you can't fit in your hands and cartridges you can't put in your mouth then Nintendo has the one for you. And until next time best of luck passing the paternity test.